I even went and worked with one of my heroes, my fourth year of medical school. I worked with Dr. Andrew Weil. I took an elective with him and really couldn't find what I was looking for, which was, you know, getting to the root. Integrative medicine was great, but it just seemed like it was sending you off to different practitioners instead of really figuring out what was going on with you. And then one day I said to myself, I've got to get back to what I went to medical school for. And I searched and searched and I found a conference that was happening the one weekend that month that I didn't have to work a night shift. It was in New York, the Integrative Medicine Symposium, and I heard about functional medicine for the first time. Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Myers. Today's episode is going to be a little different. It's a solo cast. It's really my story, my health history, how I got into functional medicine, why I practice the way I do, how I went from having people travel from around the world to my functional medicine clinic to formulating over 50 customized pharmaceutical grade different supplements and having a website that is a destination for millions of people around the world to find their solution to take back their health. I'm going to share some anecdotal stories, some patient stories, and dive in a little bit deeper about how I get to the root of what's going on and, more importantly, how you can take back your health. My story begins really when I was a little girl. My mother and father were sort of hippies. My mother taught yoga. She made homemade whole wheat bread and made homemade yogurt. She knew about the microbiome. And my father was a professor of Asian studies. And so we rarely did get sick. But if we did, we would often take Chinese herbs before going to Western medications. In fact, I really only remember one time of ever having antibiotics. So I kind of grew up with that being my baseline of knowing about the microbiome, knowing about the power of food. At 14, I became a vegetarian. I never really liked the way meat tasted. And I thought about the animals and read a book about the environment. And so I gave up meat uh, for 27 years. After college, I was a psychology major. I went into banking and, you know, didn't really have any purpose. And I had been very active in college. I'd won the highest leadership award. I'd been in all kinds of organizations where I volunteered and helped the underserved. And so I wanted to get back to my roots. I applied to the U.S. Peace Corps and got in and spent two and a half years in rural Paraguay. On my way down, I picked up a book from Dr. Andrew Weil. It was called Spontaneous Healing. And I read that book and I got very into medicinal herbs. I created vegetable gardens with the Paraguayans. I learned about all the medicinal herbs that they were using down there. I had a lot of free time, so I taught myself yoga. And um, I witnessed a little boy named Lewis nearly die because he didn't have access to medical care. And those two experiences led me to want to become a doctor. And when I returned to the United States, I, since I had been a psychology major, I had to go back and get all the, the prerequisites for medical school. So I went to the University of Washington and did a two-year program of post-bac pre-med studies. In the middle of all of that, my mother, who was the vision of health, she was a jogger again, you know, raised us on real whole foods having back pain and got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. So I stopped my studies and I moved home to New Orleans to take care of her. 
and she passed away within four months of her diagnosis. So that only fueled my fire even more to become a physician. Someone had suggested to her noni juice when she was sick. Her doctor laughed it off and thought we were nuts. Well, I later did research at a cancer institute after my mother passed and hold a patent on noni juice being an angiogenesis inhibitor. Those are the blood vessels that grow when you have cancer. They surround the tumor and give it power. So there really is something to that noni juice. Anyway, after all of that, I went to LSU Medical Center in New Orleans, and I took all my electives in integrative medicine, holistic health. I even went and worked with one of my heroes my fourth year of medical school. I worked with Dr. Andrew Weil. I took an elective with him and really couldn't find what I was looking for, which was, you know, getting to the root. Integrative medicine was great, but it just seemed like it was like, sending you off to different practitioners instead of really figuring out what was going on with you. So I ultimately became an ER doctor so that if I never found this passion of whatever it was called, I didn't know at the time, I could at least do international health. I could go back to Paraguay. I could go to third world countries and help people. So I became an ER physician. I worked at Shock Trauma. That's where I did my residency in Maryland. And then ultimately moved to Austin, Texas, and was an ER attending here at what was then called Brackenridge and also Dell Children's. And then one day I said to myself, I've got to get back to what I went to medical school for. And I searched and searched and I found a conference that was happening the one weekend that month that I didn't have to work a night shift. It was in New York, the Integrative Medicine Symposium. And I went up to the symposium and I heard about functional medicine for the first time. And it was the biggest light bulb ever. It was really talking about root cause medicine, talking about how to get to the bottom of what's going on with you and actually find the solution to heal you. It sounded so in alignment with me and it sounded exactly like what I had been looking for. So I dove headfirst in all of my free time into taking courses through the Institute for Functional Medicine. And eventually I opened my own clinic, my own functional medicine clinic, which I named Austin Ultra Health here in Austin, Texas. I saw people from all around the world, the autoimmune conditions, thyroid conditions, gut conditions, frankly, any kind of chronic health condition you can imagine. Ultimately wrote two New York Times bestselling books, a number one Amazon bestselling cookbook and The rest is a little bit history, but people from all around the world were coming to see me to reverse their autoimmune conditions. And ultimately, I had my daughter, Elle, and I had to make a tough decision after some health issues that I was able to reverse the death of my father and the birth of my daughter. I made a tough decision to retire clinically, and I decided that instead of helping one or two people a week, I could help hundreds of thousands or millions of people around the world. My vision was so much bigger than my clinic. Really, my, the mission here at AMMD is to empower the world to achieve optimal health. And that truly is, in my heart of hearts, what I aim to do. And I couldn't do that by just seeing one patient at a time. So I established amywiresmd.com or AMMD and We have helped empower people from all around the world. Millions of people every year come to my website to seek information, to buy programs to take back their health. And of course, 
the pharmaceutical grade supplements that have been personally formulated by me, third party tested. They are what they say they are in incredible bioavailable forms. We have people all around the world seeking and trusting me with their health. So I appreciate it. I wrote the autoimmune solution because when I was telling my story, I didn't mention, frankly, probably one of the most important parts of my story, which is my second year of medical school after my mother had passed. I started having sleepless nights. I was losing weight, had a hand tremor, and I ultimately was diagnosed with Graves' disease, which is an autoimmune condition of your thyroid, which makes it overactive, which was causing all of the symptoms I just described. And conventional medicine really only has three ways in which they treat that. That is taking medications to stop your thyroid from producing thyroid hormone, having surgery to remove your thyroid, or ablating your thyroid with iodine, with radioactive iodine-131. I mentioned that we often took Chinese herbs when we were sick as children, and uh, so I tried Chinese medicine to begin with, with my, with my Graves' disease, and it didn't work. And then I thought I was taking the lesser of the three evils, which is the PTU, and I took it, and then within a month was feeling terrible and ultimately was diagnosed with toxic hepatitis, which is that the medication was actually destroying my liver. So I ultimately had to have my thyroid ablated. And it's one of the biggest regrets of my life. But conventional medicine failed me in that moment. And so in that moment, I decided I was not going to have it fail other people. So I became very passionate about autoimmunity. And really, in my clinic, I was able to help many, many people reverse their Graves' disease without having to do the harsh, devastating things that I had to do with conventional medicine. I later wrote the book, The Thyroid Connection, and that has helped hundreds of thousands of people around the world help to reverse their Graves' disease. So autoimmunity became a passion of mine. I knew that there had to be a better way than shutting down the immune system. Conventional medicine just says your immune system's gone awry, and so let's just shut down your immune system. And of course, maybe that has a place, but the other side effect of that is that it shuts down your immune system and leaves you wide open to devastating infections, uh, cancer, other types of, you become immune compromised. And I didn't feel that that was really the way to, to treat something. Through the Myers way, I help people bolster their immune system and overcome these autoimmune conditions instead of shutting down their immune system. And I help them reverse them. The Myers Way is really a way of life. You know, it first began as a 30-day program that I write about in each of my books. And part of the program really is about the foods that you're eating. And there are some foods, such as gluten, dairy, soy, corn, even certain nightshades, legumes, and other non-glutinous grains that can be irritating to your gut, that can stimulate your immune system. And so it's a program where for 30 days, you really get these foods out of your diet and you can gradually add them back in and see how you respond to them. So the Myers Way is really a full-on program that is comprised of four pillars. And this is the fundamental basis of my book, The Autoimmune Solution. So the first pillar is to heal your gut. Nearly 
90% of our immune system is in our gut. So if you're dealing with autoimmunity or frankly, any autoimmune condition, you've really got to look to the gut. It's likely that there's something going on in your gut. So it's very important to heal your gut. I can get into that shortly about the 4-R program that I use to heal your gut. But the first step is to heal your gut. Pillar number two is to remove gluten, grains, and legumes. So we talked about how these can have lectins that can be irritating to your gut. They can be stimulating to your, to your immune system. Some of these foods can cause leaky gut uh, due to Roundup and other hybridization that's happened with these grains. So you want to get rid of these foods, at least temporarily. I say at least for 30 days, if not maybe 60 or 90 until we've been able to work you back down the autoimmune spectrum. I write about the autoimmune spectrum down here, low, nothing going on, all the way up, more inflammation, more inflammation, all the way to a diagnosis of autoimmunity. As you're able to reverse this autoimmune condition and work your way back down the spectrum, you can begin to add some of these foods back into your diet and see how you respond. Then you want to tame the toxins. You know, it's estimated now that our indoor air quality can be five to 10 times more toxic than our outdoor air quality. And we all know what's going on out there in the world. That's a little scary, right? So we are constantly being bombarded with toxins everywhere you go, from the makeups we're using to if you're not drinking filtered water, uh, in our air, in our furniture, it's all over the place. And most times we can't smell it, we can't see it. And so we've really got to understand these toxins and frankly, how to keep them from getting into our body and then really working to remove them once they're in. The fourth pillar is to heal your infections and relieve your stress. So healing your infections, when this I'm talking about chronic long-term infection, Lyme, Epstein-Barr, a herpes virus, we could probably add COVID and long COVID into this laundry list of latent infections that can sort of linger in our system and get reactivated as we are under stress or get a different infection. And relieving our stress, you know, I say relieve our stress instead of getting rid of your stress. You know, it's impossible. We're bombarded all day, every day. The phone is ringing. The text is dinging. Social media is there. We have long work weeks. We have long work days. We're bombarded all the time. And we can't always get rid of that. So it's finding ways in which you can take a break, finding ways that you can just relieve it, reduce it a little bit. For me, I love getting in my hyperbaric machine where nobody can bother me, going on a swim with my headphones on, can't hear anything, playing with my child, playing with my dogs, reading a book, meditating, going for a walk, playing golf, whatever it is for you that helps give you that downtime, that break, that allows you to reset your nervous system and relieve your stress. So as I mentioned, healing your gut is really critical. In fact, I say the gut is the gateway to health. If you do not have a healthy gut, you likely are not healthy. So again, we have nearly 90% of our immune system is made right there in our gut. So I use the functional medicine for our approach to repairing your gut. And that is the first step is to remove. And this gets back to really the second step of the Myers way or the second pillar of the Myers way, which is removing those foods. So we are going to remove toxic and inflammatory foods and we are going to remove any infections that are in your gut, such as C. 
SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, candida overgrowth, parasite. These are really, in my clinic, I rarely saw anybody that didn't have one, if not two or all three of these conditions. So it's really important to remove these infections and remove the foods. After removing, you'll want to replace. The second R is replace. You want to replace anything that's missing. So many people that I saw in my clinic have low stomach acid. So you would want to replace HCL or stomach acid in this case. Many people have low levels of digestive enzymes. So you would want to replace these digestive enzymes. And some people either have a sluggish gallbladder, they don't have a gallbladder, or their gut gallbladder isn't working properly due to, you know, chronic conditions. And so you would want to add in something like bile salts or bitters to help stimulate the gallbladder. So that's replacing what's missing. Then you get into re-inoculating the gut. So you want to re-inoculate the gut with really high-quality multi-strain probiotics, generally speaking. So I'll get into the caveat of SIBO. If you have SIBO, you'll want to do a soil-based probiotic. If you're not dealing with SIBO, then however, if you're dealing with candida, parasites, or no infection at all, you want to be re-inoculating with a really good high-quality probiotic. Now, I do not recommend that you're doing prebiotics or fermented foods at this point in time. We'll talk about that later. That's something that you can add in after you have repaired your gut. And then the final step is actually to repair your gut. And you want to repair your gut by helping support your gut rejuvenate itself. Our gut cells naturally turn over every 48 hours or so. So naturally, your gut is going to repair itself. But why not give it a jump start? So I have a product called Leaky Gut Revive that combines L-glutamine, which is an excellent amino acid that helps these cells turn over even more quickly. It has um, licorice, deglycerated licorice, and marshmallow root in it. And these things help your gut cells to produce more mucus. It's that mucus that gives our gut that nice barrier that night's protective lining and protective barrier. And so aloe, uh, licorice root, deglycerated licorice root, so it doesn't affect your blood pressure, marshmallow root. So that's the four R's. So you want to remove, you want to replace anything that's missing, you want to re-inoculate, and then you want to repair with um, supporting elements to help your gut cells turn over more quickly. Those are primarily the most common infections that I saw in my clinic were small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, which is really kind of a case of too much of a good thing is a bad thing. So it's actually lactobacillus is a very common, one of the most common probiotics that we have in our gut. And what happens is we have an overgrowth of this and it's actually in our small intestines where we shouldn't be having this species at all. And so it's too much of a good thing. And that's where why people who have SIBO have gas, bloating often. And when they take a probiotic, one of the telltale signs for me when somebody says, I took a probiotic and I got really distended, I looked six months pregnant, I had a lot of gas, because you're feeding the fire by giving yourself more lactobacillus uh, bacteria. And so I recommend in that case to take a soil-based probiotic. and the other infection that I most commonly saw was candida overgrowth. Now, I use that broadly. Maybe I should say yeast overgrowth. 
Candida is the most common yeast species that we would generally see, but you could have an overgrowth of a different type of fungus uh, in either your small intestines or your large intestines. And one of the biggest telltale signs that I saw in my clinic with people who had candida overgrowth was brain fog. So the candida can actually give off some chemicals that actually in your brain make you feel like you're drunk and they give you that brain fog symptom. I mean, I actually had some patients who actually sort of appeared drunk and it's from uh, what is being created by candida. So brain fog is a big one. Of course, any kind of rash, uh, unexplained rash, eczema, um, if you're having, if you're a female and you're having recurrent yeast infections, of course, any kind of skin fungal infection, dandruff, uh, you know, nail fungus. These are all signs, generally sugar cravings that you might have a yeast or candida overgrowth. So to treat SIBO and candida, it's actually very similar except for the probiotics that you're going to take. So both of these infections benefit off of a high carb diet or the opposite of that is you benefit by going on a low carb diet. It sort of starves these infections, so to speak. And so that's the first thing I do. Hopefully you're already practicing the Myers way and you've gotten out the grains and legumes and things like that. But I do recommend going on a lower carb diet. And then you want to kill off or prune back the bacteria. So with SIBO, you go on the lower carb diet and then we're pruning back that overgrowth of bacteria with something called microbe clear. And Microbe Clear is a blend of herbs that I've created while working in my clinic. You know, there is an antibiotic that's very specific to your gut, and it's called Zyvaxin. And it can be extremely expensive, and many insurance companies don't cover it. So I had to come up with a way in my clinic where people were able to get relief from their SIBO without having to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on an antibiotic. And so I came up with this formula of a blend of herbs. It's berberine, wormwood, black walnuts that really help to just prune back that overgrowth of bacteria. And then I add in my soil-based probiotic, Primal Earth, which does not contain any lactobacillus. If you're dealing with candida, again, same diet, a lower-carb diet. I also recommend not eating things such as mushrooms or anything that, that maybe uh, has yeast or fungus associated with it because it could exacerbate your symptoms. And then I have two supplements that I formulated back in my clinic days. One is simply caprylic acid that comes from coconut. It's an acid that sort of breaks down the yeast cell wall. And the other is candefense, which also is a host of enzymes that help to break down this yeast cell wall. And then I add in a high-quality multi-strain probiotic, such as the one that we have, the 100 billion unit probiotic complete. It's a multi-strain probiotic, very, very high quality, is guaranteed to have the level of probiotics we say at the time of expiration, not just manufacture. A lot of companies just do manufacture. So, but this is all the way till the expiration date. It's guaranteed. So, you know, adding in this really high quality probiotic in a, in a high, high dose in order to sort of crowd out the yeast is, is how that works. Ways, if you are 
suffering from candida or SIBO, or if you don't know if you do, my team can put a link to some quizzes below. I have many free eBooks. I have thousands of free articles on my website. We also have free quizzes to determine the likelihood of you having yeast overgrowth or SIBO. And then you have several options. You can purchase the individual supplements. We have a kit already bundled for you. So, and it's offered at a discount when you buy the kit. And then I have a full step-by-step 30-day program with videos from me. It has recipes. It has what to eat, what not to eat. Tells you step-by-step exactly what to do with meal plans and recipes. It's really like having me in right there sitting next to you telling you exactly what to do. So this really goes back to my clinic days. This goes back to the fact that I was an active practicing physician that saw hundreds of patients every year coming through my clinic. And I did lab testing. So I knew what worked and what didn't work. And at the time, I was using other people's supplements, other companies' supplements, and putting my label on it, frankly. And I saw, oh, this ingredient doesn't really work. Or, God, this formula would just be amazing if it was in this more bioavailable form. Or this formula would be so amazing if I just added these two products. Or, oh my God, the biggest complaint I had in my clinic was, I am swallowing so many pills. I can't swallow this many pills. So how could I combine formulas to get it into one formula and as few pills as possible, but yet be in the most bioavailable form, be at the highest grade, be in a way that your body can you know, absorb it, have it third-party tested, have it be what it says it is. And so really, it's from my decade of working in my clinic and working with patients and having labs to see exactly what was working, what wasn't working, and then, frankly, kind of how I wanted to combine these things to save people money because they weren't having to buy three, four, five different formulas and also save from having to take a lot of pills. I have seen it time and time again. And we get stories every day through social media, through my customer service team, people calling in, uh, people writing in and saying, people that I've never even met uh, that have just read the book. They haven't even come to see me in my clinic. They read the book. They read an article. They followed a program on my website. So absolutely. And I think really the question is, what does reverse mean? Well, reverse to me means you're no longer symptomatic. You've gotten your life back. It in many cases means that you've gotten off if you're on an immunosuppressive drug. You've been able to get off of it and have your antibodies gone away. And I can resoundingly say, yes, I have experienced this time and time again. Uh, I myself no longer have antibodies. I had thyroid antibodies and elevated ANA. Uh, Now, my thyroid was ablated, so I can't ever get that back. And I need to take life-saving thyroid hormone. So the caveats that I would say is there are three autoimmune conditions. Well, there's Addison's, Cushing's, diabetes type 1, the autoimmune diabetes, and of course, thyroid, Hashimoto's or Graves or thyroid cancer, one of these where you don't have a thyroid. You may need supplemental life-saving hormones in the case of having um, steroids in Addison's disease, in the case of having to need insulin in the case of type 1 diabetes or needing supplemental thyroid hormone if you have Hashimoto's. 
Now, when someone is newly diagnosed and they come into my clinic, often we could keep them off these things or ward it off for a very long time. But if you're coming in years later, you're just now hearing about functional medicine, your thyroid was you know, really destroyed 20 years ago, you're going to need to be on supplemental thyroid hormone. But two things about that. One, it does not mean you failed. This is life-saving hormone. And two, it doesn't mean that you still don't look for the underlying cause. Because those of us with autoimmune diseases are three times more likely to get a second one. And if you don't find out the root cause and why you got it in the first case, you're leaving yourself open to potentially something way more extreme. And so a worse autoimmune condition than what you might already have. So that was true for me. And I really looked to why I had gotten Graves' disease, which is really there are five reasons why I believe people end up in any kind of chronic health condition. But that is what we talked about in the Myers way. It's the diet we're eating. It's our leaky guts. It's the toxins we're being exposed to. It's these latent infections. And it's the stress. So as we're uncovering these and we're working to find these root causes and we're solving through these four pillars of the Myers way, you can hopefully prevent another autoimmune condition from coming out. So one of my favorites is a woman who had a neuromuscular disease that had shooting, shooting pain. And she had this cream that she used that would put the pain at bay. But the more she used the cream, the less effective it would work. So she was getting into this cycle of a lot of pain, needing to use it a lot, but then it becoming less effective. She went through the Myers way. She changed her diet. We healed her gut. And I got a call from her. Actually, I didn't get a call. We had a set up appointment and she was out in California taking care of her grandchildren. And I asked her about the cream and how it was working. How many days was she having to use it? And she stopped and said, oh my God, I didn't even bring my cream with me. I didn't even notice that I forgot it. I've had no pain and I've been running around playing with my grandchildren on the playground for three days. Like she too was so amazed. So that's one of my favorites because we both uncovered at the same time that she wasn't using the cream. So I have goosebumps even talking about it. Another is a really, really complex patient that I had that also had a degenerative uh, neuromuscular disease and she was in a wheelchair. She actually came to be late, you know, late in her process. And we did everything. I mean, we did the Myers way. We actually, after I wrote The Autoimmune Solution, I had a very, very long wait list and it would take sometimes people six months or a year to get in. And so they had already done all of the program before they even came to see me. And so she was one of these patients that had really done everything. And then we, you know, gets to me and hit a plateau. And I just used my intuition. I just said, I don't know what's going on here, but go get in the hyperbaric machine for 40 visits, 41 hour visits. Go twice a day if you can and call me back. She called me back and said she was walking and she was no longer in her wheelchair. And then my final, well, final, but another one, which is also in my book, The Autoimmune Solution, is the one of my father, whom I dedicated my book, The Autoimmune Solution, to. He also had a neurodegenerative muscular disease called polymyositis. And he was on three very harsh immunosuppressive drugs, Celsept, prednisone, and methotrexate. And 
every time I'd go home for Thanksgiving, he'd ask me about the Myers way and what could he do. And finally, one year, I just said, I'm not talking about it anymore. When you're ready to do it, you'll do it. He was going to have back surgery and he could not be on these immunosuppressive drugs in order to have the back surgery. So I said, why don't you do the Myers way for 30 days? You have 30 days before your surgery. And then hopefully when you get off your meds, you won't feel the effects of that. So he did. He went into a surgery feeling great, went through an entire back surgery, got out of surgery, remained off his medication, and none of his autoimmune markers increased. And he remained that way for two years. He did tell me I saved his life until he had a flare and ultimately did go back on his immunosuppressive drugs and got a life-devastating pneumonia and sepsis. And ultimately, he did pass away. But I do believe that he lived two years longer, pain-free, and not on all those harsh medications. Thank you for listening. To read the full show notes for each episode, which include a summary, timestamp, quotes, and any resources mentioned, please visit amymyersmd.com forward slash podcast. Lastly, if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love if you would leave a rating and a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll select a few to read out loud in a future episode. Tune in next week to hear from another inspiring guest as we help you take back your health.